Good morning, everybody. Welcome to KUHSDenver.com and Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live, as always, every Thursday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, what we're about is bringing you goodness, bringing you truth in healthcare, in health, in life, in all of the things that allow us to live this amazing, big, beautiful life that we've been given and to, to give to others and to serve others and to do what it is that we've been put here to do. It's a gift, it's such a huge gift. And what I know is there is a ton of misinformation out there. Um, and so the goal here is to bring good information, good science, good truth, and, and bring to you what is maybe allowing you to think outside the box a little bit um, or, or opening your mind and that's, I say this because I know I always need help with this. I have my blinders on all the time. Oops. I always have my blinders on. And it is, um, it's a little bit frustrating because I always need help in seeing outside of what I already know. And I say this, I, I, I'm, you know, in business, um, I have a science mind and that's kind of, that's what I know. And so I always need help to look at other ways of doing things when it comes to things that I'm unsure about, which is running a business. Right, this is why you have a coach. This is why you have people who surround you, who support you. And this is why I know that I need that support. And so when I know that I need it, I have, um, there's a pretty good probability that others need support as well when it comes to thinking outside of what you already know. Um, we have so much information on, uh, well, it's information and communication and connection and all of these things, but we still become so confused about what's right for me, what's right for my body. Should I do high fat? Should I do low fat? Should I do keto? Should I just eat what I want to eat? Is sugar really that bad? Yes, it is. Um, you know, it's 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 you know how do I how do I learn how to mindfully eat? How do I learn how to meditate? How do I learn how to manage my finances? Right? There's so many things out there, and when it comes to living this amazing life, there's there's so much connected to health and wellness. And then there's so much misinformation about health and wellness. So health and wellness is relational. It's spiritual and emotional and physical and mental and financial and all of these things. And we can sit and we can look and look and we can struggle with trying to understand what it is that we need to do until we can find our go-to, right? We can find the people who are there to support us, who we know have our best interests at heart, and we find our team. And I talk to my clients about finding their team, and I think it's important, especially if you're dealing with, with something that is fairly chronic, right? Or even really chronic. Uh, finding your team who specialize and are willing to work together to allow you to live your best life. So, I have, oh, before I forget, of course, I want to uh, talk about gratitude. Gratitude, and I say it every week, it is the big picture, uh, but gratitude can change the world, and at the very least, it can change your mindset, and it can change the way you see life, and it can change the way you move through life, which radiates out to other people, and to how you, sorry, I got an itchy nose, 
and how you relate to other people and how you show up in life and in work and in relationships and with family and on and on and on. And so I think gratitude is important. I think that um, taking that time to, to really, whether you write it down, which I think is a good idea, writing it down or just sitting there and thanking God for you know, all of the things that you've been given, even if it's one thing. It can literally change the energy, and this is real, the energy that you're putting out into the world, and it can make you happy. This is what we want. We, we're we in a place where there's just so much unhappiness, and I can't figure out why. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sad state, um, but it's an important thing to, I, I learned from Dennis Prager, if you know Dennis Prager, to be intentionally happy. And I think that that is, it's, it changes the way, it changes your outlook, it changes who you are, and it, like I said, it kind of radiates out and changes everything about you in a good way. And these are the things that we want to, to, to really focus on. You know, if you're focusing on you know, just a couple of things a day, I think that that's an important one to, to focus on is, is, is being grateful for what you have. And so for me today, um, I think what I would say is I'm grateful for clarity. Um, I, uh, it's, it's not always easy to have clarity around what you do. And I am coming into a place where I have more and more clarity about what I do, why I do it, who I serve, why I serve, and then, you know, the big picture in that is then taking that and empowering people to, well, allowing people to take back their power to be healthy and to, um, to create a healthy body, healthy babies, and healthy generations to come. Um, and so that would be what I'm grateful for, which of course leads into what the show is about today. And it's fun when I get to just talk to you here by myself. It's also a little bit intimidating. You know, I, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I get to talk to you all by myself for an hour, but it really is fun because it's what I get to, it's what I want to talk about. You know, these are the things that I'm passionate about when I come in and I'm, I'm talking to you about what I want to talk about. It's, it's fun and it's exciting and I have a lot of information that I think that I can share that I think is can be beneficial and again help to maybe open some eyes and allow you to think outside of maybe the box that you have created. Like I said, we all need that. So I have, um, in talking about clarity, so for, for the entirety of my practice, Taste Life Nutrition, I have known that I love health and wellness. I love food. I love the nutrients in food. I love science and I love the understanding of how food affects the body, how water affects the body, how, how trauma, and this is outside of my box for sure, but how trauma and emotions and uh, lifestyle and, and toxicities in the air and all of these things, how they affect the body and how they can create this place of dis-ease. Right, and so dis-ease is simply, although not simple, but it's simply a manifestation of a bunch of symptoms together, and then we call it a disease. Right, so it's, um, you know, you've heard me say this before, but there are three to five. Actually, we talked about this last week with Dr. Dodds, but three to five percent of our diseases that we deal with are true genetic diseases. 
the rest of them are lifestyle based. And so it, it is the clarity that I have around this has, has come from the love and the understanding of nutrition and the nutrients within and how it affects our body and all, and all of the other things to why it's so important that we understand and that we live a life that is you know healthy because we can then live a life to our full capacity but then beyond that because I believe that we're here for a reason I believe that we are here to 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 help and to teach and to serve and to give and to love and to sometimes fight right it's a part of it and and but we need to have the the functions and the capacities and the capabilities of doing all of these things in order to be able to live this big life that we're put here to live and do all the things that we we have the potential of doing and truly living up to that potential which is what's exciting for me but then you go beyond that right and you go beyond me this body here and into now it's time for me to bring other little bodies into the into this world and I have a I believe that there are a lot of those who have this 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 feeling that okay I can just get pregnant and I can just have the baby the body will take care of itself I don't need to worry about food or any of the other stuff the body the baby will take what it needs and then we have a baby and everything is good and happy when what I think is key to understanding when it comes to 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 bringing in little munchkins into this world is that everything that we do and everything that we're about has the ability to affect the health or dishealth of that child but then beyond that it has the ability to affect the health or the dishealth of seven generations to come so I want you to sort of just kind of sit back and take that in that your health today is has been created in part by seven generations past and then your health today has the ability to whoops sorry about that <laughs> has the ability to then affect seven generations to come and so I, I talked to women and men but it's really mostly women who have really felt like their power has been taken away why is that because they are suffering with some chronic condition typically is GI dysfunction or an autoimmune condition or both which then can lead into difficulties struggles with conception struggles with IVF if they go that route struggles with 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 you know hormonal imbalances and all of these things and it starts to bring you down right it starts to create this 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 feeling of disempowerment this feeling of I don't know what to do this feeling of there's so much information um, you know in you know doctor website you know that that you know why isn't this working for me and I've tried all of the things and I'm not sure where to go and I'm not sure what to do when my goal in working with clients in any situation but particularly when it comes to having babies is to bring that power back and to allow people to see how much power they have in 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 bringing back health bringing back you know optimal functionality of the body and then saying okay I'm ready I'm ready to to now have a baby and know that this baby has the very best chance possible 
and then pass this on to the many generations to come. So when we talk about preconception care, and so what I've done is I've started to call this soulful conception um, because I believe that's what this is about. Um, it really is about, uh, you know, and I want to make this very clear that this is not just for women, this is for men and women um, because the things that affect women and, and, and affect their fertility and chances of pregnancy also affect men. Um, sperm count in men has gone down significantly over the last, I don't remember what the number is, if it's 20 years or 30 years or something. I mean, it's dropped like crazy. And I think there are multiple reasons for it. I know there are multiple reasons for it, and we'll get into that. But these things affect women, but they also affect men. And so when we come together, and it often happens that um, pregnancy is not happening when you want it to happen. And so, oh man, it's the woman's fault. She's not whatever, the hormones are crazy, all the things. When very often what can happen is you, you go, you start to get things checked out, you get your labs done, what happens? The woman's fine. The man, he's been carrying his cell phone in his pocket so his sperm counts in the tank, right? I mean, there is, there's good data on this, there's not amazing data on this. I think more studies need to be done on this, but you know, that's, that's a huge problem. You know, men are carrying their, their cell phones in their pockets, so if you are in a place where you're looking to have babies, don't carry your cell phone in your pocket. You know, the, and I'm way ahead, but I can't help it because I think that this is so important that um, we have, we, ha we, we sit around, you know, we're working in our homes and we put our laptops on our laps. This is for men and women. And we put our, again, put our cell phones in our pockets. We have uh, the earbuds that aren't wired that go right directly through your brain. There's a lot of good science on how this is affecting us. So beyond our fertility issues, but you know, our, our mental, physical, emotional health, all of the things, you know, people who are suffering with crazy chronic pain. So I'm talking about EMFs. Um, again, jumped way out of what my notes say here, but it's, it's, it's something to really think about because when, pe when I work with people who are suffering with chronic conditions and they can't just quite get over that hump, we start thinking about there's something else going on. And when we talk about genetics and epigenetics, um, which is epigenetics is locations on the genes that have the ability to turn on and off due to lifestyle factors, which is super cool because I always say, and it's one of my taglines, we have the control to create, to, to we, have, we, we have control over our genetic destiny. And I probably should say it's over our epigenetic destiny because we do because it's our lifestyle, it's the things we eat, it's the food, it's the trauma, it's the sleep, it's the exercise, it's everything that's around us that turns these, these locations, these variants on and off and, and allows us to be healthy or to not be healthy, to create health or to create dis-ease, right? And so we may have a potential toward uh, autoimmune diseases. We may have a potential toward sensitivity to electromagnetic frequencies, uh, which you can see in genetic reports. I see them on a regular basis. So we can see these things, but it doesn't mean they're going to happen because if you are, if you're feeding your body well, if you're dealing with stress well, if you're praying, if you're meditating, if you are uh, drinking enough water, if you're sleeping well, all of these things that have an impact on, on our, our epigenome all of these things can create essentially a situation where 
our epigenome doesn't express. So if we have diabetes in the family, based on our lifestyle and our epigenome, we may have the potential toward diabetes, but it doesn't mean we need to have it uh, or that we're going to have it because it's solely, yeah, solely based on how we treat our bodies and the food that we put into our mouths. And, um, and, and we, it's, it's this amazing but difficult situation of the amount of accountability that we now have and knowing that what we're doing is not, that, that our life is not based on genetics and it's not based on bad luck, and it's, which I don't believe in luck anyway, and it's not based on um, you know, getting old. You know, we're all going to get old, and we're all going to going to break down, and we got we are all finite creatures. But we don't have to live in a wheelchair in our last years. We don't have to live on on you know bucket buckets full of drugs in our last years. You know, our telomeres tell us we're supposed to live to 120. I think is the number. Now, that doesn't happen very much, very often, but the goal is not how long we live. The goal is the quality of life that we have to live. And I think that's what's, what is the most important. And it's always my goal, and it's my goal when I'm talking with clients to impart on them that what we're doing now is allowing us to live fully for as long as we have on this earth. Um, and then, you know, in living fully, we're able to do the things that we're meant to do. You know. To, to build businesses, to build practices, to serve others, to, to uh, create and to grow and to, to, to procreate and all these amazing things that we have the ability to do. So anyway, um, I, could, I guess I could kind of go on and on about this stuff forever, but I probably should get into soulful conception because I think that it is the understanding that, that creating these little souls or bringing these little souls to the earth and making sure that they also have the ability to live fully is is it's a responsibility and again we are accountable for everything that we do we just are um and it's uh it's amazing and it's hard believe me it, you know we all know that being accountable is not always the easiest thing in the world but um but the accountability also brings us power and empowerment Right, I am empowered because I know that I control so much of what goes in this body and on this body. And so I have, um, there is a, a study called the Foresight Study. And there, there, we often see, especially when people are rushing into getting pregnant and they're not making sure that they're at their optimal and so they're not doing the preconception care. They're not looking what the future could hold. They're not taking, you know, trying to get their autoimmune disease under control or, or their weight loss on, under control or their weight gain under control, right? Weight, weight too, too much weight and too little weight both can have an effect on fertility. Um, and it's very important to have, you know, do you, you know, kind of have that good solid balance middle ground where there's not too much and not too little. But when the study, the foresight study showed that after basic preconception care, there were no miscarriages, no perinatal deaths or malformations. Um, when what is normal is 70 miscarriages and six malformations. 
So, so much of, of what we're dealing with, you know, when it comes to um, you know, miscarriages and malformations, it's, it's, it's lacking in nutrients. There are, there are nutrients that we're not getting in our diet that, that, is, that doesn't allow for the baby to go full term or the baby's not getting the nutrients it needs and so there are malformations. This happens a lot. And I, I know that people are suffering with significant micronutrient deficiencies because I see it in labs every day. Every day. It's one of my favorite labs to run. I'm just a lab nerd, right? So <laughs> labs are what help me understand what's going on in the body and it allows me to see the body and, and, and it, it's essentially the body talking to me, talking to us, right? It's talking to the client as well. And although the client, I, I you know, in most cases, it's, 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 you know, peeling the layers of the onion back so they can, they understand what the labs mean because the labs can go really, really deep. And it's really about putting pieces of the puzzle together, taking red flags, putting them together so you can start to have a complete picture. It's not about single micronutrients or single lab markers. It's really about what it all means when you're putting it together. And so when I do a micronutrient test, we're looking at vitamins, minerals, fat-soluble vitamins, water-soluble vitamins, antioxidants, essential fatty acids, um, amino acids, all of these things that are really, really important to every function and structure of the body. And the mass amount of deficiency that I see in so many people, it's, it's truly amazing. And so you think about going into preparing for pregnancy or just going in and saying, okay, let's just go get pregnant without understanding what your deficiencies are and then bringing, up the, bringing those up to optimal levels the best you can. It's not surprising that things may not go the way that we hope that they go. And it's sad and it sucks. But this is why I really, really want to talk about that, that time where we can come in, not rush the process, because I hear this, I have clients who come to me on a regular basis saying, I wanna get pregnant, I need to get pregnant right now, let's do this. <laughs> like, okay, let's put the brakes on, let's talk a little bit about what we need to do, because it takes four to six months for sperm and for ovum to actually build and repair and to grow, and so you have this, oh shoot, sorry. Anyway, I have all these text messages coming in. I haven't done a uh, Facebook Live in a while, so anyway, distracted. But point to all of this is, um, getting yourself in a place where you're not in a hurry and where you are comfortable with knowing that you feel as good as you can and life is good and that you are fully confident in as much as you possibly can that it is now time to conceive, to carry, and you know you're gonna give the best chances possible for a good outcome and again, healthy generations to come. We want to, uh, we want to bring, we want to have this, this understanding, and I think, again, that's my goal, and so my big why is the understanding of the control that we have in bringing these future generations health. And it's, it is, um, 
it's an amazing responsibility and it's it's just really cool stuff so digging deeper into all of this um I have put together, so I, 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 put, I put a pro program together, so which is in part why I wanted to do this, but in part because I think it's important to talk about. Um, and there, there are lots of, there are so many things that can come together. It's not just about even the micronutrients. It's not just about the lab numbers, but really so much of it is about community. Um, it's about partnership, right? You know, conceiving is a partnership in most cases. <laughs> um, and it is coming together and supporting each other and, and, and doing this together. And so, again, we're talking about the health of both men and women that is integral to creating a healthy future. And so, you know, there's this, there's this, there's this connection that I think is really important. So it's connection with community, connection with your partnership, connecting with your future baby. You know, I love, the idea of visualization. Um, when I do my prayer and my meditation time, um, a lot of times I'm also doing visualization. You know, what is it that you want your future to be? And be be there. When you're in it, that's how it's going to be, essentially, right? So you start to envision where you want to be, what you want. You're talking to God about it. I talk to God about it. Not everybody does, but I talk to God about it. Um, and I envision where I want things to be and, and you know, ask for that guidance. And, 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 you know, I hope too, I think that in that, you know, when, when he talks back to you, that it's, you know, you may hear, I need to find somebody who can help me figure out what I need to do to be at my best. Because not everybody knows that. Just like bookkeeping. It's the first thing I give away because I hate it and I can't do it, right? So we need support. We all need support in some way. We can't do everything on our own. And so finding that support, finding that community, um, finding the, the you know, if, if it's family and friends or support groups that can help you, whether you're, you're just beginning your journey or you've been on the journey for a while and still trying to understand and figure things out, finding that support can help to lower stress levels. Because what happens when we're super stressed? Well, it affects every part of us. Stress is the most damaging influence in our lives. It affects the brain, it affects brain function, it shrinks the brain, it affects sperm count, motility, it affects, it affects egg, uh, egg um, quality, it affects hormones, it affects, uh, it affects everything, everything. And so when you have the support, when you have uh, your time, and I say this, I say this a lot, and I think it's so important, but find your time to meditate and pray. Even if it's five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening. This is what I tell my clients. Everybody's busy. It's really hard, but that's why it's called a practice. You know, I have friends and clients who say, my mind, it goes, I can't meditate, I just can't do it. Well, then if you can't do it, if you have that attitude, then of course you can't do it. Everybody's mind wanders. It's a part of it, it's called a practice. So taking five minutes in the morning to be still. What does that look like? Maybe you need a guided meditation. Maybe you need to sit in the shower. Maybe you need to sit in the sun. Like that's what I do uh, when I can. Um, and whatever it is that it takes to calm you, find your quiet spot and take that time to get clear. And that's a lot of it too, is getting clear, getting clarity. Um, and maybe it just takes, 
Well, you know, maybe it's going to take some time for that too. I know for me, it's taken me several years to get good clarity, but that's okay because, you know, I think that it, it's an evolution over time when it comes to personal life and business life. You, you, you learn as you age and you, get, you gain more clarity and it's an amazing thing. But the biochemical changes that can happen in the body when you have this quiet time in the morning and in the evening if possible is amazing. Uh, the busier you are, the more you need it. And it's really a matter of understanding that it's taking care of you. It's taking care of you and allowing your body to come out of the, this sympathetic, crazy fight or flight, constant cortisol elevated, crazy place, even if you don't feel it, it can be happening, to a place where your body is able to sit and relax, relax and function. And this also has a lot to do with mindful eating. Very important mindful eating when it comes to, to well, every part of this, right? It is, it's, it's sitting down, smelling your food, enjoying a conversation, being calm, being slow, shutting the computer down, not going to the TV. We like to eat outside. You know, my husband and I, we sit outside, we watch the dogs, um, and we have a little river that runs by us, which is super cool. So, so we have the water as well, at least part of the year. And it is an amazing thing to just take that time and sit and be calm. And it's not always easy. I, I know it's not always easy because I have certainly had those times where I've taken my lunch to my computer or my dinner to my computer. Uh, but it, it, it's something that um, I really, especially as, as I become more aware of myself and my needs, it is knowing that I need to take that time and take that time away. Yesterday, the coolest thing that I did, I haven't done this, I don't know, maybe ever, but I sat um, in the sun and meditated three times yesterday. It was like every time I had a little tiny break, I just went and sat in the sun or laid in the sun. One time was a good long break, but the other time were just two like little 10 minute sits in the sun, my eyes closed, doing my little you know conversations with God. And it was amazing. And did I get more done? I don't know if I got more done, but I certainly didn't get less done. So it didn't, you know, and that's the hard part is, oops, is, is understanding how to take a little bit of time away to take care of you so you can be more productive. And, and again, based on the topic of our conversation, be more reproductive. <laughs> so beyond that, you know, there are a number of pitfalls that we can that we that we find ourselves in you know in health period but as we're looking to uh, start the process of getting pregnant um, or we've again been through it for a long time and you know this is something I, I've said this I'm talking to men and women but I'm also talking to women and men who just may think okay in five years I'm gonna want to have a baby or if it's in two years or if it's in six months or if it's been I've been trying and working on this for six months or a year or two years or three years or five years. So, you know, this is for a lot of people who know what they want out of life and, and that they want to have and start a family or continue to create their family. Um, so it's, it's, it's not just for, this isn't, you know, just for just a small number of people. It's for a really a lot of people out there because I know there are a lot of single people out there who just know that there's going to be a day that comes where they're going to have their family 
And prepping, the sooner you can prep, the sooner you get yourself ready, the sooner you, you get yourself healthier and optimized, the better it's going to be and the easier it's going to be. Okay, so things that we can run into, of course, there's so much misinformation out there about food. Um, you know, we hear constantly about how canola oil is a healthy oil. And this has a lot to do, you know, in the cardiovascular world. You know, we, we hear that canola oil is, is healthy for our cardiovascular system. And just, if you have any in your cabinet, throw it away. Don't finish it. I'm not one to waste money, but I also am not one to put more inflammation in my body than I have to. And when I, when I see something, I do this with my clients all the time. If they bring their supplements to me and I see some supplements that might be fine, I'm like, okay, keep it, you know, keep it, take it or save it until we're finished. But if I see one that I think is going to be more damaging, I'm going to tell them to throw it away. And I'm going to tell you that about canola oil or any vegetable oil or any type of margarine or probably most processed foods, soy oil, cottonseed oil. You see these highly processed oils in highly processed foods. Um, but you also will see canola oil in the pre-prepared foods at Whole Foods, which I'm going to tell you <laughs> pisses me off because it just makes me so angry that this is a health food store, or at least it used to be, um, and they, they put canola oil in so much of their food. Uh, so I still, every now and then, if I don't have any other choice, I'll go there and grab uh, from their pre-prepared foods but I'm always reading the ingredients and I'm thankful that they put their ingredients out there because they do have some choices that have olive oil and or no oil at all. But being hyper aware about the foods that you're putting in your body and, 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 and the damaging effects that they can have or the health promoting effects that they can have. Canola oil is one of those things that in all cases, no matter what, is a, an unhealthy food, period. And it's highly inflammatory. Unless, Maybe it's coming straight from the seed that's not been processed, but then it's not shelf stable. And it, it, will, it will become rancid and oxidized very, very quickly, which is why it's such a problem. So, um, you know, most seed oils are really not beneficial and have to be highly processed in order to be shelf sta stable. So you can look at sunflower seed oil, you can look at uh, grape seed oil. A lot of these oils are used a lot and, I'll, and, and I will allow these in my food a little bit more often, but not too much. Not, I, you know, you've got the safflower and sunflower oils. They're pretty highly processed, or they're really highly processed, but they're in a lot of things. And so every now and then you'll see that, but you'll never see me, unless I'm in a restaurant and I just don't know it, you'll never see me putting canola or vegetable oil or soy oil, oil or any of these things in my, in my food. Something else to be aware of is supplements. Um, you have your supplements like your fat-soluble nutrients, A, B, E, and K. And very, very often, if a, you know, I'll have a, a client come to me who's taken vitamin D. They're like, I've been told I'm vitamin D deficient, so I'm taking this supplement, and it's a vitamin D supplement. And they look at it, and it's full of soybean oil. <laughs> so it's another situation. I'm like, throw it away. It's not, you know, you're coming to me, you know, likely because you're inflamed, and uh, you're, you know, putting this inflammatory oil in your body. And it doesn't matter how much it is. A tiny, teeny, tiny little bit is going to make an impact on the body. The body knows. It, this is the smartest piece of machinery. It's amazing what it knows. 
that knows stuff that we don't know. <laughs> so, you know, we're still trying to figure so many things out when it comes to our health and our bodies and, and, and what it means, but our body knows what it's doing and it recognizes if it has a little piece of inflammatory food or a little piece of inflammatory gluten or a little piece of inflammatory oil, it's gonna react to it. You may not feel it, but it will react. <clears throat> so I'm not gonna get too deep into this because I have in the past and you know, I, this is a show that really could go on for hours. <laughs> probably you don't want it to. I want it to, but you probably don't want it to. Um, but looking at your meat, there is a huge difference between grass-fed meat and conventionally raised meat. Conventionally raised meat is inflammatory, which creates inflammation in us when we eat it. It's a, it's a, it's a biochemistry. It's how it works. If they're inflamed, it creates inflammation in us because it's higher in omega-6 and not enough omega-3. So truly, you know, I believe animals are, I believe that we are meat eaters. Uh, we're not carnivores, but we do need some form of meat. Everybody's different in how much they need. But if you're gonna eat meat, really make a point of eating good, healthy, 100% grass-fed meat. And that's with chickens, 100% pasture-raised, eggs, 100%, well, eggs have to be 100%. But, <laughs> but eggs that have been, you know, in, on come from pasture-raised chickens that eat bugs, eat worms, they're in the sun, they get to run around, all of these things. Conventionally raised chickens are amazingly sick and sad and have no muscle tone and all of these things will translate to us um, it's it's you know and it really just has to do what you know I, I believe in service I believe we are in service and I also believe that we're in service of animals I mean I my master's degree is in animal science and I'm, I, I animals are amazing creatures given to us by God and for us to to raise them and treat them the way that conventionally raised animals are raised and treated is disgusting and it's sad and it's terrible and so i don't eat it um but when we are serving animals well by giving them what they are intended to eat and putting them out in pasture where they're intended to be you know later on they serve us but we have a we have a a, it's, it's our duty to take care of them while they're here. I truly believe that, and I think it's really, really important. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, it's shown that antioxidants can have a huge impact on eggs as well as sperm cells. And we are, we are low in antioxidants because we're not eating enough fruits and vegetables, especially vegetables. We need, we need both but we don't get enough vegetables in our diet, especially greens, well, not especially. I mean, there's really no especially, but we have to have greens. We have to have our cruciferous vegetables for detoxification and liver function. So cruciferous, cruciferous, I'm talking too fast. Cruciferous, cruciferous vegetables, <laughs> goodness, um, are broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, love Brussels sprouts. Um, uh, uh, kale, all of these amazing foods that are important for liver detoxification, they're important for, for uh, hormone detoxification, important they are um, anti-cancer nutrients, they're full of sulforaphane that is an amazing anti-cancer anti nutrient. So something to think about are sprouts, sprouts, especially broccoli sprouts, are super, like way higher in sulforaphane than the actual broccoli is. 
So an easy, easy thing to do is grow your own sprouts. Just sit them on your counter, grow your sprouts, pick them off, put them in your salad, put them on your sandwich, of course, gluten-free sandwich, and enjoy, and they have amazing health benefits. It doesn't take a lot. Amazing health benefits. So think about doing that. And if you're wanting to get pregnant, that's a great practice. You can buy them, which is fine and easy, but it's expensive. I don't like spending more money than I have to, especially when I can grow them. So think about growing them or just going and buy them, whatever is up to you. Filtered water. We, we have been duped in, in believing that these basic filters are supporting our health. Um, I'm not gonna name names because you know, I'm hoping that they're out there trying to do the, same, do, do the right thing. But in order to truly get the, the pharmaceuticals, the heavy metals, the parasites, the bacteria, the things that we put in our water, chlorine and fluoride, why in the world we put these things in our water, I know that that's very controversial, don't care. Uh, it's also toxic. Um, we put these things in our water, I know it's to be safe, um, but we need to get it out. So have a filter that you know and you are very confident and comfortable that it, I mean, look at the data. There are really good filters out there that are gonna filter out all of these things and it, it will create a much, much healthier body because of that. And if you can even go further than that, remember, your skin is your biggest detox organ. It's all you, also your biggest absorbing organ. And so taking your shower, taking a bath, a chlorine-filled pool, um, a chlorine-filled hot tub, all of these things absorb in the body. And what do you think happens? It disrupts our microbiome. It's there as an antimicrobial. So our microbiome then is highly disrupted by this constant intake or constant showering and bathing in chlorine. So if you have the ability, they've got some pretty good whole house, excuse me, whole, whole home filters out there. They're not inexpensive, but you know, probably two to $4,000 um, would be a really, really good investment uh, in order to do your best to keep all of you clean, all of you clean of you healthy um, and allow allow your body to to keep and regenerate and support all of the bugs that we are because we're more bug than we are anything else and those bugs are our personality those bugs are our immune system those bugs are everything about us they help us to 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 um, to jeez uh, create nutrients uh, vitamins B12 K, uh, I think there are a couple other ones. I can't think of what they are right now, but they are they are created in part in the gut. And if we have an unbalanced microbiome, then we can be uh, we can be deficient in these nutrients. And I say this: there are lots of factors that go into this, but having our, our microbiome is so important to everything that we do. Um, so yes, you want to eat prebiotics and you probably want to take probiotics, but doing the things to support your microbiome is important. So it's food, it's stress, it is trauma, which is stress, it is chlorine in our water and fluoride in our water that is excessively toxic. So I can't remember who said this, I wish I could, because it was only a couple months ago that I heard this, but it was, I, it was a, I believe somebody from the water department from somewhere. So don't don't hold me to this, but basically it was 
their view on water is it's their job to clean it. It's our job to make it healthy. I appreciate that, except the most frustrating thing is they're not telling us that we need to make it healthy. So they're putting the stuff in it so we're able to drink it, but we got to get the stuff out. <laughs> I mean, that's really all it's about. So, you know, it may not be making us sick immediately, like if we were to ingest, you know, some kind of nasty bacteria that gives us GI issues. But over time, imagining the amount of water that we're supposed to drink every day, and every day taking in the amount of, of, um, of chlorine, fluoride, and then all of the other toxins that are in there. So literally think of the, the pharmaceuticals that are, that are showing up in our water every day. There are hormones that are showing up in our water because, you know, I mean, women are taking hormones, right? Um, and men are taking hormones and it comes out and these things aren't filtered out. So making sure, and they don't filter out all of the bugs. We can still have bacteria and microbes and parasites coming in our, in our water. Uh, so I want to have, I plan to have somebody, uh, a friend of mine come on to talk about water and how important it is because it's not my area of expertise, but it is so, so important. And, and knowing that just going for the everyday little filter or the filter that's in your refrigerator, it's not good enough. Okay. Okay. What else can we talk about? Um, you know, we can talk about things that we already know. So the importance of movement, of sleep, all of these things are going to affect our health as well as the health, or, you know, the health of our pregnancy, the health of the baby, and the health of the of future generations to come. I do want to hit on pesticides and herbicides, uh, but I'll do that in just a minute because time flies, right? And I need to talk about our sponsor, which is Bio, uh, Cellcore Biosciences, who is top of their game when it comes to creating health and, and, and eliminating pathogenic problems in our, um, in, our, in our body. So pathogens being microbes, bugs, parasites, worms, um, what else? Toxins, mold, heavy metals, chemicals, environmental toxicants, right? And so, you know, we're talking, you know, my next topic is gonna be the parasite, parasites, it's gonna be the pesticides and the herbicides. These things show up in our body and they create a burden. The amount of glyphosate that I see on labs is astounding, truly astounding. And it's, it's, it's heart-wrenching because it, we, it's already been shown, glyphosate being Roundup, it's already been shown that it's a carcinogen and we keep eating food that's full of pesticides and herbicides and we keep putting this in our, in our yard to kill dandelions, which are food, or to kill weeds or whatever, and then we've got our dogs and our kids running through the yard. Um, I don't care if it tells you it's supposed to be out in a day or two days or five days or whatever it is. The glyphosate that's showing up in labs is astounding and it's sad and it puts a massive, massive burden on the body and, and creates, uh, you, you know, we can, we can look at, at different you know, people with their toxic loads of bucket. Right, and so you can you know go for so long, and your bucket just kind of fills and fills and fills, but you get to a point where your bucket's going to overflow, uh, and then you what happens? You start to get symptoms or disease or you know mental emotional problems, whatever the case is, whatever the symptoms are, however limited or severe that they are, 
you, when the bucket starts to overflow, things start to go really, really wrong. And so we have control in a, in, in a lot of what we're doing when it comes to pesticides and herbicides. Stop putting them in your yard. Stop eating food, food full of pesticides and herbicides, right? So the unfortunate thing is even organic food probably it, at this point probably has a small amount of pesticides and herbicides. We put so much into our world that um, I don't really know how we can get away from it, but we can limit it as much as possible. We can also support our body, we can support our detoxification systems as much as possible to allow for the, 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 the toxins to be eliminated. There are some people who have epigenetic variants who don't detoxify well. Again, you can see this when we're looking at epigenetic lab reports. And so when this happens, oftentimes they don't do well with pesticides and herbicides. And it, I mean, nobody does well with it, but it, it, it takes their, it fills their bucket even more and it can, it can overflow even quicker because they're not, they're not, because of this variant, they're not detoxifying properly. And so it can become um, a burden on the body. And so with that, they are also called xenoestrogens. Xenoestrogens are the pesticides, the herbicides. They're also body care products, the chemicals and body care products, the chemicals that we clean our homes with. And that's what gets me is cleaning our homes with chemicals. Doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, what, are we, what are we cleaning our clothes with? What are we putting on, on our hair? What are we putting under our arms? You know, the lotions, all the perfume. Oh my goodness, the toxicity of perfumes, again, is astounding. So we, we do all of these things, we're doing them every single day. And they're, hormone, they're, they're called xenoestrogens because they're hormone disruptors. And what happens, we talked a little bit about this last week, but what happens is these, we have estrogen receptor sites, men and women, all over our bodies. And so these, these chemicals come in, they bind really, really tightly to these estrogen receptor sites. And it doesn't allow our innate estrogen to do its job. So then we have all of this excess estrogen running around the body creating these massive hormonal fluctuations and dysfunctions in, again, in men and women. Um, it creates a problem with testicles, it creates a problem with ovaries, with egg production and, and sperm production. And, and you know, the, 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 the vitality of sperm and the motility and all the things that are super important to allow sperm to do its job you know, these, these xenoestrogens are creating a huge toxic load on all of these, so disrupting uh, the function of the sperm and the ova. And it just is, again, it goes back to the um, insane amount of toxicity in our bucket overflowing, and we try to understand what's wrong and what's going on and why we're having these issues. And it's probably usually not just one issue, it's multiple issues, but taking it back and really taking a look at what you're using in your home it's so important. One of my favorite cleaning products, I have a little little brown jar that has vinegar and orange oil. So you can get orange oil in tubs like this big. Um, and they're you know 30 bucks a bottle and I use them in everything. I use it in my laundry, I use it in cleaning, I use it in my toilets, in my tub, everywhere. It takes just a tiny little bit to make a difference. You can use it in your garden to kill you know the little pests that you don't want around. It's amazing stuff. So that, and then other essential oils that are antimicrobial, so lemon and, um, so lemon, orange, 
What else was there? There are other ones, but rosemary. Rosemary is a good one. And it smells good and it cleans, right? You can also use vodka, get cheap vodka. Um, that's gonna be something that you can add to it and it's gonna clean and it's gonna be a great cleaner. It's gonna be cheap and it's gonna work well and it's not gonna create a toxic load on your body. So think about that. Think about the what you're cleaning your clothes with. If you are walking around all day, all day smelling what you cleaned your clothes with, <laughs> then probably it's going to, it, it is, you're, you're inhaling it and it's creating a huge problem and again, a toxic burden on the body. So I just looked at the time and I had to jump off early <laughs> because we have another amazing uh, host coming on here in a little bit, Dr. Lisa. And I have, I think, like six pages left that I could talk about. So maybe we talk about this again, but um, what I, you know, I think the biggest thing that I want to get across is the, the amazing amount of information that's out there that is not great information. Um, and my goal is to get to you really, really great information to the best of my ability, whether it's from me or other people who I have as a part of the programs that I do. So in my Soulful Conception program um, that I'm starting, I will have amazing guest speakers who, who, who are outside of my sphere and, you know, and what I am you know, most comfortable with, but who are there to help you and also have the understanding of the impact that we can have on our health and on our future. And so I'm super excited about that. I'm excited to have, to, to, to have a group of people together with the, mo with, the, with the same goal, no matter how far or how quickly it is, but the same goal, the same, ex you know, the same needs, the same wants, um, and then, you know, there to support each other and work together to build these relationships and a support system and to then move and get on to that point to where now it's time to have that baby and now it's time to, to, to be empowered with the knowledge that I have about my body and the knowledge that I have about what I can do to help create this healthy baby and a healthy future. Um, and I can't believe that I have so many pages left, but that's the way that it goes. So if you have questions, if you have any interest in, in learning more about the um, Soulful Conception program, um, I would love to chat with you about it. You can reach out to me on tastelifenutrition.com, which is my website. You can go to the Contact Me page. You can also fill out a free assessment where we look at your, you know, what's going on, what your symptoms are. I reach out to you personally. We chat about it, and we look to see what's going to be best suited for you, uh, whether it's one of the programs that I provide or somebody else, right? So, again, I'm here to be of service. I'm here to support. I'm here to help. I want to... I I, my big fat goal is to get people out there doing what it is that they're supposed to do um, and feeling good about it. Because when you don't feel good, it's hard to work. And I get it because I've been there. So you can find me, Taste Life Nutrition, all over social media, everywhere um, you can find me. And this will soon, this will also be the Taste Life Nutrition podcast coming up. So um, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. We're here every Thursday. Streaming live on KUHSDenver.com at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, and we will see you next week. Have a good one. Enjoy your weekend.